The weekend of protests in Louisville started and ended with gunfire. In between, anger about the police killing of Breonna Taylor joined with outrage over what many saw as escalating police force. Eleanor Klibanoff from the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting looks at where things stand. After four nights of protests, the already tattered trust between police and black Louisville residents seems to have reached a breaking point. It was a weekend of tear gas and vandalism, peaceful protests and pepper balls. And then, around midnight on Sunday, law enforcement made the decision to leave downtown, the site of the protests, and go to the Russell neighborhood, where a group of people were violating the citywide curfew. So they had like four or five bands, the, the Humvee, then all these police cars were coming, and then they just hopped out. Lynn Berry was hanging out in the parking lot of Dino's Food Mart a little after midnight with, she estimated, probably 100 people. Maybe we were violating the curfew, but we wasn't protesting. We was, I mean, we, they wasn't doing anything that we don't normally do on a Sunday night. Police say someone shot at the officers when they started to clear the crowd. The officers fired back and hit David McAtee, a local business owner known as the Barbecue Man. I know him because he cooks. I bought food. He's always in the neighborhood. He's, a, he's just a, a natural figure that's always right here. Over the course of Monday morning, hundreds gathered at the site of the shooting. Police in riot gear blocked the scene of the crime, where McAtee's body remained for more than 12 hours. Though there was chanting and a few signs, this was not a protest. It was a community outpouring of grief over the deaths of McAtee and Breonna Taylor and so many more. Everyone had a story about being harassed by the police, about being stopped and searched, about fearing for their sons' and daughters' lives. That's what brought them all downtown originally on Thursday night. The protest started peaceful. Police gave everyone a wide berth as they gathered in front of Metro Hall. But around 11.30 p.m., gunfire came from inside the crowd, wounding seven people. In response to the gun violence, police cracked down, releasing tear gas and pepper balls to disperse the crowds. Friday night went much the same. Peaceful protests gave way to some acts of vandalism, and very quickly, police moved in. Isaiah Pantier, a member of the track team at the University of Louisville, came down to protest peacefully and said he got hit by pepper balls. I said, don't shoot. Yeah, they poop, poop. And what, when he first, he was warning shots. So I backed up and said, don't shoot, hands up. Meanwhile, just a few blocks away, the 4th Street corridor was being vandalized and looted. And the police were holding a line blocks away in front of Metro Hall. They eventually arrived long after the worst of the damage had been done. But that property damage became the focus of the story. Here's Mayor Greg Fisher at 1 a.m. on Sunday morning. There is no excuse for the destruction of property we have seen this evening. This is not protest, it is violence. Fisher instituted a curfew, and Governor Andy Bashir sent in the National Guard. On social media and in the crowd, protesters said they were tear-gassed and pepper-balled without warning and before any violence took place. Late Saturday night, LMPD Assistant Chief Levita Chavez said they didn't act until they saw concerning behavior. But I want to know, I want you to know that LMPD could have legally taken those steps a lot earlier than we did. Shortly after, police and the National Guard showed up at Dino's Food Mart, and David McAtee was dead. Back at 26th and Broadway, Carmen Jones is standing on the sidewalk with the crowd. She's 23, and her voice is hoarse from a weekend spent protesting downtown. She said she'd been tear-gassed and pepper-balled repeatedly. Andy, is this how you respond to our pain? Mayor Fisher, is this how you respond to our pain? You're doing this. Violence is not our first language. Violence is their language. She'd come out Thursday for Breonna Taylor. Just four days later, she came out for David McAtee, another person dead. This is supposed to be 2020. What is going on? 
What is going on? My ancestors did not die and get chained and get beaten and get chased by dogs for me to still have to go through this today. Around 11.30 a.m., Mayor Fisher arrived at the scene of the shooting. He moved quickly through the crowd to embrace McAtee's mother and spoke with her for a few minutes. Some were angry that he left without addressing the crowd, but many also said it was the first time they felt like he was actually responding to what was happening in their community. Chris Will helped organize the crowd today and said Fisher visiting was a good first step. He, he did something that he was supposed to do. We can't take that and say that he didn't come, but now you got to do something else, bro. you got to hold your officers accountable, bro. Later that afternoon, Fisher would announce that the officers' body cameras had not been on at the scene of the shooting. He relieved Chief Steve Conrad of his duties and extended the citywide curfew until June 8th. After Fisher left, State Rep. Charles Booker arrived with some pastors from around the community. They spoke with the police, spoke with the protesters, and brokered a tentative peace. The police took off some of their riot gear and said they would leave after the body was removed. The protesters agreed to stay on the sidewalk and stay peaceful. When someone threw a water bottle, the crowd turned on them quickly and shut it down. Some of the people who'd been leading these protests all weekend got the group to quiet down as they waited for the body to be removed. Once everyone was silent a single clear voice broke through. It had been four long days of protests. People on both sides of that street were battered and bruised and exhausted. Nothing was fixed, so the fight would go on. But for a moment, there was peace. For the Kentucky Center for Investigative Reporting, I'm Eleanor Klibanoff.